Good afternoon, good evening, welcome to the No Mongo Podcast, a weekly show about all things skateboarding collaborations. My name is Rick Beta, and I appreciate you checking the show out, you know. Shout out to all the, the NMP OGs out there. Yeah, I see you. I feel you. You can follow along on social media at Rick Beta, that's R-I-C-K-B-A-T-A, or also email the show, nomongopodcast at gmail.com. So that's right. This week I'm talking all things skateboarding collaborations. You know, love them, hate them for the most part. <laughs> they've been, I mean, they've been here and they'll be here to stay. They're, 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 they're not going anywhere, right? And this isn't just for skateboarding. Thing. Collaborations happens, happen all the time. But are they getting better or worse? This, this first one definitely set the bar high. I'm talking about Huff and Thrasher. They did a collab, and they, they knocked it out of the park with this one. I mean, straight up, like, creatine-influenced home runs. It's easily one of my favorite videos of the of the year, you know, so far. And, I mean, we got to explore, like, Brazil with a bunch of superstars. You know, skaters at the top of their game. That's what this collab brought us. I loved how they introduced them, too. You know, tracking from left to right. You know, pausing to have their names on the screen. Not a lot of smiles to be seen, though. You notice that? It was like straight business, deadpans. Like, what? What are you looking at? You know, Caleb McNeely. Is it Dikey? Hoshino? Brad Cromer? Eric Herrera? Dick Rizzo? Mason Silva? Solomon Cardenas? And Nick Matthews? Like I said, not a lot of teeth are seen during this intro, but with those names, you know it was all business. Straight up like, you know, they were going to tear up Sao Paulo, and they did. I loved how they opened up with that demo and they had like some basic, you know, obstacles, right? But but I really loved it when they flipped the the grind box, the manual box over on its side. You know, Mason wanted nothing to do with it. He's like, dude, that's too damn tall. It's too freaking tall. He didn't even bother. Hell no. But Nick, of course, he was able to pop high enough to get a backsmith up there. <laughs> I mean, I can understand maybe being able to to muscle your way up you know, onto a nose slide up there, but to get a backsmith at that height, come on, man. I mean, those fans got their money's worth. And not only just the skating was epic and awesome, the cinematography and the editing in this video was so good, top notch, you know, and I was even digging the music as well. More on that in a little bit. The music was epic. And especially like a couple of things I wrote down as far as tricks were mostly inspired by the visual. So that kickflip back tail at 231, I loved how perfectly framed it was. It was all centered. It just looked, it looked so cool. So, so well, this video, I mean, this video was so well thought out. You know, I had to point that out. It's the little details like that. The simple things like, you know, Mason going into that, you know, that tight space about 235 and then, and then an edit and it had him popping out on the other side all that stuff really makes a difference. And normally you don't notice it. You know, it's it was very cinematic. And now that I think about it, I need to I need to rewatch this video on my TV because watching it on my iPad, it didn't do it justice. I mean, what am I thinking, you know? Maybe I just didn't have the TV at the time. My wife was probably watching or whatever. But yeah, I, I need to revisit that on a bigger screen. That warped, uh, I, I called it a warped ping pong table. The section starting at 315. That was so fun to watch. And I had to rewind it back, like a, all the way back a few times. But I think uh, Mason Silva's manual, and he popped over that little, what it would be the net or, you know, quote unquote net to manual was underrated. 
Like, that's so difficult on such an awkward object. Like, how many tries did that take? Five? Less than five, right, for him? But as I mentioned earlier, sure, there's epic skating in this, but I was so, like, taken in by the scenery. You know, every clip had some, like, it was bright and colorful or something unique to look at, you know. And, and oftentimes, I was just gazing at the, like, surrounding area and not paying full attention to the skateboarding at hand. I was, I was just, like, mesmerized. And that's the thing, too, you know, like, this video... It captured the vibe really well. That's the main thing, like the local vibe. And it really did feel like we were, we were there in person with the crew. Damn, it's like I said, I need to watch this on my TV. What? I just should have done that before I recorded. But anyway, another highlight, though, is uh, Mason Silva's, I, I put Sundial, you know, Sundial-esque backside 360 at 532. And he kept, like, dishing out the tricks. <laughs> They were in Salvador for this trick, and the drums and the bass kind of went silent at the perfect time. And we were able to hear, like, the cheer and cheer and cheer and the keep going. You know, that was such a cool moment. You're like, he kept going. Another trick, another trick, more celebration. Then moments later, you know, we were sitting behind the three kids in the perfect reaction shot at 621. That, like, I got to give them golf claps. It's moments like that. As I mentioned, it's the little things that make a great video. It's like a great experience, emotional. And then they ended up in Rio and with footage that had me caught up in the audio side of things, okay? Audio side this time. And with their song selection from, is it Laraji? I never heard of the dude before. I'm already a fan. And the name of the song was I Can Only Bliss Out and then for days. You know, starting around seven minutes in. And it's very rare that I seek out a song to add to my Spotify's playlist like the moment after a video is done. Actually, I think it did, I did this mid-video. I'm all, who is this? I need to find out. And is that, and that's exactly what I did. I added that track to my one of my lists that I have. And there's just something about that song. The right moment. I mean, yeah, it was just another timely song of course with the message the this the overall meaning behind it and don't get me wrong there are tons of horrible things going on in this world right now and you know i really don't get like political on here you know i use this show or i try to use the show as a distraction for myself from all the chaos and just everything that goes out there on out there in the world and i hope that you kind of do the same too so i don't want to just be coming here and remind you about all the horribleness in the world because it, it, it's going to happen but especially after this past week you know oh, yeah i could go on and on about that but i won't but it's been a very very tough week you know the roe v wade whole scenario that went down and it's kind of hard to be you know optimistic about the future and i know i get it i feel it too but i also like to think that there are so many like great things and people and events that happen on a daily basis as well. I think it's to more overshadow that. Sure, these things are huge, they're big, but I like to think that, you know, there's more good than bad, you know, and that's just to keep some levels of hope, you know? But this song sucked me in. Every word, every message, every meaning. And it didn't help that the way they filmed that beautiful lip side at 805 as well, the one where, you know, Dick Rizzo, R-I-Z-Z-O, had to ollie up three times to get to yeah that one the one that had the cruise ship in the background yeah yeah the one where he ended up you know doing a long ass firecracker down those steps yeah yeah that one that one he even got like a mini firecracker in before he even hit the steps you see that it was beautiful and how do you not smile at eight minutes 49 seconds you know that dog that, that dog the black dog was so excited to see some tricks he's like rest row rest row he's like running around such a cool moment. I'm telling you, it's the little things that got me going in this video. 
Well, except for maybe that that big ass skateboard at the end. You see? Do you see what Mason did to that thing? And he made it look so easy too. You know? I mean, there weren't a lot of tricks on that being done on that because of the difficulty. Did you notice that? Don't think I didn't notice your effort there, Mason and Dick. Much respect, fellas. But yeah, to do any trick on that thing is like ridiculous. Come on, man. It made it look so easy. And they killed it at that final demo. And, and damn it, started getting all emotional when the crowd was chanting and, and thanking the team. And why did the hell they have to bring that song back again? That was it, Laraji? You guys, are you guys really trying to make me cry? I was like, what the hell, team? And all of the still images like were great right after that. And then the slow, what I can only describe as like a top bottom wipe to black to close it all out. Did I say that right? Is that the right terminology? It's been a long time since I've been in film school. But you know, they they close that out with that song. And, <sighs> Seriously, I'm getting emotional just talking about it. So either way, you know I love this video. It was 12 minutes of pure bliss. I was blissed out watching it. I want more. I need to watch it again on my TV. This is a collab that I can get behind and I will hype it up whenever it happens. So great job, team. If you haven't seen it yet, go check it out. You will not regret it. Get your mind off things for about 12 minutes and thank me later, okay? And be sure to watch all the way to the end as the B-roll clips are great too. I was like, damn, this is so good. And, just, and surprise to no one, Mason stole the show. Yeah, seriously, stole the damn thing. And also, too, I, I know one thing I've been trying to do more and, and work on, you know, over the last few years, just in general, is to give props to more props to the filmers and editors. You know, I usually just focus on the skaters. This is like I, I, I know I need to work on this, but I've been trying, guys. I've been trying. I really have. But it's nice to have videos like this that stand out so much and like smack me in the face and kind of grab my shoulder, just shake my shoulders. Look at me. Look at me. I need that. It's like the scene in Airplane where everyone's lining up, you know, like that woman that was freaking out. That's what Tyler Smolinski did for me. Yeah. So fantastic work, Tyler. Just grab my shoulders. Shit. That's all you did. It was an amazing collaboration and one that I hope to see again soon. Very, very soon. So speaking of collaborations, oh boy. There have definitely been some like awesome ones over the years. And some very, quote-unquote, interesting ones as well. And I, I mean, I use the word interesting interesting, because I'm going to try and not sound like like an old man yelling at the clouds, okay? I mean, technically, that's, that's what I'm doing, right? I'll probably be doing. But I'm, I'm trying. I'm trying to realize that I'm no longer in the target demographic for many of these collabs, okay? And I get that. I know that. And what, what sucks is I'm probably speaking for a lot of you. It just sucks to know that as you age, one day you literally, you wake up and you're no longer on someone's like target list, demographic list. Does that list like change and evolve? I mean, kind of, right? But it gets smaller as you get older. I mean, you start hearing more about like double ARP collabs, right? <laughs> and trust me, if you aren't there yet, I'm not talking like, you know, double ARP stats, but you will. You've basically taken one huge leap towards it this past week. And you also might remember me stating the words, the future 
is primitive, like over a span of what, I don't know, two or three episodes. I still feel that. I still believe that. But, like capital B-U-T, I'm not going to lie when I say I might be a little worried or a little concerned. Now, keep in mind, I get where P-Rod is going with his company, okay? Hell, anyone who produces hard goods and soft goods, I know exactly where they're going. Where they're going. They want to make money. To stick around, not to not go out of business, right? You need to sell product. You know, I can count the actual sales of like No Mongo Teas on one hand, right, that I've sold. And if that was like my main source of revenue, I would have folded years ago, right? So I get that. Primitive is a soft and hard goods company. We know that. So with all that being said, Primitive has recently teamed up with V Friends, a.k.a. Gary Vaynerchuk, on a collaboration that has so many people scratching their heads. You actually scratch that. Many people throwing stuff against the wall. And you know what, though? If you're upset about this collab, all I have to say is welcome to the club. And by club, I mean that means you're no longer part of that target demographic. Doesn't that suck? Doesn't that feeling suck? It means you're a little bit older now. And it it truly does suck. and, And how you process it and how you handle it will determine your sanity. If you if you still have no idea who Gary is by now, he appeared on the Nine Club recently, and, and just that appearance alone sent like shockwaves into the industry. I kid you not, like shockwaves. If you don't believe me, just look up that episode. Go read the comments. You know, I've been on record stating that I like Gary V. I dig his content. I truly feel that his heart is true, and he is making a difference in this world. But he's also trying to buy the New York Jets. So in order to do that, he needs some money. He needs to make money. Billions, actually. At least, what, f- I think $4.5 How crazy is that? The New York Jets are valued at almost $5 billion. And Gary wants to buy them. And I think that will happen one day. So, yeah, in order to buy football franchises, one has to have, you know, save some extra money, have some extra money in the bank. He's huge in the NFT game right now. You know, he's going all in. You know, he so he launched VFriends as a, Quote, an NFT project around meaningful intellectual property and an extraordinary community leading a first-of-a-kind Web3 conference. So that's part of the reason why he teamed up with Primitive. Primitive's a big brand. I think they have, what, what, last I looked, I think VFriends had, like, in the hundreds of thousands of followers. I'm just going by Instagram um, fans or friends or whatever, followers. Primitive's about what? I think they're at 1.5 mil, and then Gary's got 10 million. Very lopsided, right? So think about why Paul would say, uh, yeah, of course I'm going to team up with this guy. Look at his audience. Everyone knows, most most people know who Gary is. If not, by now, you should. And that's why Primitive and VFriends are teaming up to, to sell you some goods. I mean, this pairing, though, it comes with a puffin character kind of leading the way and some bucket hats that are just not my style. I'm going to leave it at that, okay? They're just not my style. And that's the thing. I got to remind you again, if that's that's the thing with these brands and collaborations, if you find yourself getting so pissed off or just like wanting to say something about it, it's disgusting or you don't like to design or anything like that, you get so, like your blood pressure is just going up, you just got to tell yourself, it's just not for me. It's not my style. And that's the case for me with this recent uh, announcement. It's just not for me. It's just not my style, you know? 
Now, will we be seeing like Miles Silvis, you know, rocking one of the bucket hats in an upcoming edit? Probably. Uh, will we be seeing, you know, Frankie? Is Frankie going to be rocking a V Friends, you know, what was it, a, a puffin sweatshirt? You know, probably, you know. But you can't get mad at that at all. Just remember, if you do, it means you've been bumped out of the Target demo. I know that's tough to hear, but trust me, it saves you hours of getting all worked up and mad at your favorite brands. Sometimes these moves, though, they don't make sense. I mean, sometimes they do. Honestly, though, I still don't know how I truly feel about this one. <laughs> I just know I'm not pissed off about it. Like, damn, I love this brand, Primitive. Yeah, Features Primitive. Dang, oh, yeah. I'm just so torn. And it's actually, and it's so, he's just, it's so damn polarizing. It's crazy to see the difference in reaction on, you know, P-Rod's post compared to Gary V slash V Friends. So here's, here's a, what was under P-Rod's. Here's a couple that I noticed. Since 710, keep this guy out of skateboarding, please. And then Pinnacle of Salt, no more Gary V. Get this man out of the industry. Jordan Kitesy. All good things come to an end. Oh, God. Oh, see, that was the first reaction I had, Jordan. I was like, damn, I just talked about, you know, Define. And I was riding this high. Like, yeah. I had that, honestly. I'm like, all good things come to an end. I'm like, shut up, Rick. Shut up, Rick. I reminded myself it was not for me. This, this isn't for me. And then Primitive became the brand I love and respect again. It was just really easy. But I totally get that reaction, though. I, mean, I had to fight the urge to not say that on this episode. Like, no lie. I'm like, what am I going to say? I had to give it some time. I had to literally, I had to just kind of jot some notes down, some reactions, and say, okay, how do I really feel? And how do I feel after a couple of days? No hot takes or anything. But interesting enough, the flip side, here are some of the reactions under, um, you know, V Friends post. So, B Vaughn, 20, 2007. The bucket hat typically isn't my style. However, the insert fire emojis. And that skateboard deck is dope, too. G-I-Z-I-X-C. This is huge. Definitely going to get one. Freaking Gary with the amazing primitive collab. And then one last one. TK underscore edits. He said, WTF is this collab. So random. Brain explode emojis. So random. Primitive all the way. So you notice the difference? I mean, how do you feel about this one? Odds are you're a skateboarder and you're leaning towards the hell nah direction. And I get that. <laughs> but keep in mind, if you're feeling this way, you're no longer a target. It's, I, it's a tough pill to swallow. I, I just, I hate breaking this news to you. I've had many years of practice, you know, over this, you know. As much as I love yelling at clouds, it's not going to change anything. But I guess if... If you just literally sat me down and just stared at me and said, Rick, you just put me in the spot and demand how I feel about this one. Rick, you got to tell me. you got to give me something, some nugget. How do you feel about this one? I'd probably say it, it I mean, gosh, I don't, I hate talking trash lately. I mean, I probably think, how best do I, it won't be as big as you're worried that it will be. Yeah. And that's being kind and respectful to both parties, right? Do you get what I'm saying? Like, people think that, you know, okay, much like when the Olympics was in the, the I mean, skateboarding was in the Olympics, everyone's like, oh, my gosh, it's going to ruin skateboarding. I didn't notice anything different. That's kind of how I feel about this collaboration. It's not going to, like, 
shock the world. It's not going to be like everyone's going to be talking about it 20 years from now and like, wow, remember that moment? No. I mean, I wish them the best. Hey, you know, you guys who always want to make money, you know, keep the brand around. I don't want to see Primitive go anywhere, you know. Gary's cool. I don't want to see him going there. But is it going to, like, shock the world with this, like, oh, my God, what are the news reporters going to be talking about it? There's articles written up on it. No. I guess if you had to point, like, pinpoint me down and say, what do you, how do you feel about this, Rick? That's the thing. I think it won't be as big as you are worried about it being. That's my answer, so. You know, a large percentage of, of Gary's fans are going to cop some gear. And a very tiny, small fraction, I guess, of skateboarders will probably do the same. And I'd be curious to find out what age. You know, you know Gary, he's going to know all the stats. So, well, the, the 12 to 14, they rock it. And the 12 to 14 girls, they this. And they've got the bucket hats, you know, for the guys that are 21. You know, he's he knows all that stuff in advance. You know, he's he just didn't do this because, you know, he's going to make some money off it. But is it going to help him get to the Jets? I mean, I guess a little bit closer closer to that four five billion eh, maybe you know so I, I wish them both the best it's just not for me you know we'll just all move on until the next collaboration and many are going to pretend that this never happened and that it was all a dream maybe you are dreaming so lastly though what makes a good collaboration you know there have been a bunch over the past what decades you know we've had just some that I was thinking of and I had to kind of dig up some too I, I forgot about but Santa Cruz and Star Wars remember that I thought I was gonna cop a deck I, just, I don't think I had any extra funds at the time Santa Cruz and Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles there was a Spongebob and Mob Grip collab remember that almost and Dr. Seuss almost and DC Comics you know Iron Maiden and Zero yeah duh that's a that's a gimme Primitive and Megadeth, they're like, hey, I see you, I see you. Who's going to do some hate breed? Who's going to collab with hate breed out there? Looking at you, what, Creature, Darkstar, and Felix the Cat. I'm checking my notes now. Real and Nautis, that was pretty recent. And DGK and LA Galaxy. And people are like, wait, what? A soccer team and skateboard? You know what happens? Alzheimer's and Adidas. Jankum Lakai. Nike SB and Ben and Jerry's. That's another one you're like, huh? You know? Just remember, it's not for me. It's not my style. Supreme and Oreo cookies. Got the red Oreo cookie. I think it's on going on eBay for some crazy amount. You know, and then Supreme and Antihero. No Mongo and question mark. See, who should I team up with? And don't say no one, because that's gonna mean that means you're a hater. You know? What if like okay, what if, what if? Hear me out. What if Gary V draws up, you know, with his V friends, like this perfectly looking like Mongo pusher, maybe a puffin, no, not a puffin pusher, but a perfect Mongo pusher. And then we come up with like grip tape design that we could run with. People are like crashing their cars right now. Like, wow, what happened to Rick? But wouldn't that be funny? A little hilarious. After all that, I ended up teaming with Gary V as well. I mean, I doubt it. Right. But, you know, I like relax, relax. Not going to, you know. Probably not going to happen. But if you're tuning in now and have some ideas, let's talk, you know. I'll never turn down an opportunity to, you know, bounce around some ideas. However, now I think about it. My first collab, I should be reaching out to P-Rod, you know. Because he's, he's done, they've done a lot of collabs. He's, he's kind of a little bit more open-minded when it comes to that, you know. He's like, ah, sure, let's try it. Primitive, no Mongo grip. Primitive, X, no Mongo. Yes, primitive list is first, of course. Don't laugh. It could happen. Damn it. Or better yet, Lagunitas. 
and no Mongo. Yeah. Oh. Now we're talking. Now we're talking, baby. But you see where I'm going with this, right? There's some good collabs and some collabs that are like, mm, that's not for me. But can come up with some examples that are really bad collabs. I'm try, and I'm trying to be like, you know, the eternal you know, optimist. And like, you know, it's kind of like a, I mentioned that before, especially with that song. I, I, like I said, that one song. Oh, I don't know. All I got to say is let's collab next week. Same time, same place. See you then. What the hell were you thinking?